What's up, party people? It's your boys, Brad and Skylar. What's up, guys? Skylar, I uh, was trying to think of uh, topics for the episode today, and mm-hmm. my kids have been just so whiny lately. Mm. And I know that you know this. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I need help because I don't know what to do with whiny kids. Um, and so that was, that's one of the topics today. And uh, there's a big thunderstorm going on outside, so it's, yeah. it's raining quite a lot, but... That, that's uh, that's why we got the topics today. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to dive in. Let's just jump into to number one. Sweet. Number one. We've got six strategies to help parents keep their sanity in the face of nonstop whining. Yay! So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be you know listening up here. Here we go. Be calm and clear. Mm. Some children will use kicking, biting, screaming, or crying to get a reaction from mom or dad. Mm-hmm. If you lash back at the child out of frustration, it may have the opposite of the intended effect. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. This is saying instead, calmly but firmly correct the child's behavior by saying things like, please ask politely, or please don't hit mommy. When you hit mommy, it hurts. <laughs> There's no about, please in that one. How about you anymore. don't hit mommy? <laughs> Go to your room, you're going to bed. Oh, um, uh, that yeah. is true, though. It's also Com- saying when children persist, resist the urge to give in. Make an announcement. When you use your normal voice, I will listen to you. Oh, that's a good one. Well, you've done that, too. Yeah, with uh, when they get whiny, you're like, no, don't whine. Ask, yeah, but uh, this is like a good thing. Like, hey, I'll listen to you when you when you use your normal voice. That's mm-hmm. good. I'm going to take that one. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that one. Number two, discipline, but don't forget the praise. Mm. A child will, cl- will quickly learn there are consequences to his actions if they result in time out mm-hmm. or time on the naughty step. Ooh. Uh, if their bad behavior continues, make it clear you intend to follow through on threats of discipline. If you yell at mommy again, you will have to sit on the naughty step. When he does it again, it's straight to the naughty step for one minute for every year of age. When he's calm, ready, get ready to try again, reinforce the message by asking for an apology. Mm-hmm. Give him an, then give him a hug. Child will learn that his time out was for his own good. It was. We do the timeout thing by the age. So one minute for every year old they are. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting when they get to be like 15, which you're probably not doing timeouts by that point. Yeah, you've graduated. Um, What's the average number of minutes you think your boys spend in timeout on, in a day? On a good day? Yeah, they like don't during the season. Spend, they don't even spend time on timeout on a good day. On a really bad day? I don't know, 40 minutes? Yeah. 45 minutes? I've seen some lengthy ones, but yeah, it's rare. Usually they're pretty responsive when you... Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. Yeah, everybody has those days. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stop whining before it starts. When a child whines or displays related behavior, he might be trying to tell you something. Perhaps your children are not stimulated enough with games or exercise, and maybe they're hungry earlier than the established time for meals. This Hmm. is... I always, whenever they, whenever they say something about like, you know, whenever they start whining, I'm just like, do you need food? Cause it's usually around the time that they want food. Mm-hmm. And so I just try to give them a snack. I'm like, I'll just give you anything, just a piece of bread. <laughs> I just, if it's going to help you from stop whining. So that's mm-hmm. a good point, but it's tough to stop it before it starts. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. That's a tough one. Pay attention to nap time, bedtime. Whining is often related to a child being tired. Parents may expect children to, to conform to their sleep schedule, but children demand longer and more frequent periods of sleep. 
for your children, the need for sleep doesn't stop because it's not convenient for your schedule. You may have to make adjustments so your child gets the appropriate time to sleep. Hmm. Huh. You've made some adjustments in your day. We have. We just changed their bedtime an hour later than it used to be. Um, and that's yeah. helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was 6.30 for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens in another year. But, yeah, it's usually, again, they're tired or hungry mm-hmm. or hangry. Uh, oh, this one is cut the sweets. Diet and behavior are often connected in children. And in children, sugar can be like a drug. Okay, but we're not giving our kid tons of sugar, so I don't no. understand that. I think it's but, not going to talk about this yeah. in the article, but there's got to be some genetics to whining. Yeah, yeah. Some of it is just I don't know personality, right? You can't control it. You can't change it. You just have to patiently discipline in due time, right? Yeah, because I mean they're not eating. We don't give them. I mean, you'll give them a marshmallow if they're. They had a good day or something, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, we're not like slinging back Dr. Peppers. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine my kids if they drank soda. It would be, you know, at this point, I don't think they've had it. So it's going to be scary Smart. when they when they hit the Mountain Dew crowd in middle school oh, with man. their friends. And they're like, dude, dude. you got to do this, man. I'm Mountain like, Dew and pizza. It's going to be like a drug talking soda. I'm like, guy, look, soda's not worth it. It's it not worth it. Just eat more. You can eat more food if you don't drink as much soda. It's true. So, little health tip in there. Uh, last one is be flexible. Remember, mm-hmm. kids will be kids. So parents should understand that their minds are active. And when they are engrossed in a project or having fun at the playground, they may not want to stop. That is so um, shepherd. Or that, that yeah, he, I feel like once he gets locked into playtime... He does not want to end it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, we try to give him like, okay, so here's what it's saying. When possible, meet your children halfway. Okay, we can stay at the park for five more minutes. Then five more minutes, then it's time to go home and take a nap. Or, all right, we can read one more book before bed. Compromising with your child will teach him that reasoning with you is preferable to whining. Mm. Yeah, but then I feel like... they You give them an inch, they take a mile. Yeah, I know. So what do you what yeah. do you say about that article? Supernanny.co. <laughs> mm. I just, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I want to be flexible, and I do think there are times that you mm-hmm. have to compromise. Yeah. But I guess I'm more interested in, like, what at what level am yeah. I not compromising anymore? Yeah. I don't know. And then here's some common whining wind-ups and how to avoid them. These are, like, little bonus material. Mm. Uh, the supermarket meltdown. Keep your kids in line by feeding them before you go to the supermarket Mm. and give them duties to keep them occupied while you're there. Can you help mommy find three apples? And then it just says you might want to avoid the sweets and crisps aisle, which I think (laughs) is like the potato chips. Probably, yeah. And then uh, whining. I mean, I think it's only happened with my wife, but the kids have, for some reason, she takes them to the grocery store and they just freak out. And she's like a super mom. So I don't understand. Like I get it. If there's a kid melting down in the supermarket, I'm just gonna pretend like I don't see him. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know, it's the whole like <laughs> my kid doesn't do that. I was can't that believe kid. yours is doing that. I always wanted a candy bar and tried to take advantage of mom. I grew up in the southeast, so Publix uh, always gave kids cookies in the bakery. 
Oh, wow. Can swing. Uh, and if you don't know this, Target will do the same. They normally have cookies out, but if they don't, they will give you your kid a cookie. Man, that's... Just a little shout-out. They're not a sponsor, but next time you take your kid... That's smart, though. Target well, does the little things right. Well, and you just want to swing by the samples anyways. Oh, yeah. Because you never know. Like, sometimes Target's got some... Mm-hmm. You know, you don't think samples Target. But. I've heard Costco's got amazing samples. Well, we're a Sam's Club family. Yeah. Uh, Shout-out Walmart. Um, <laughs> but not a sponsor either. Um, and, yeah. Soon. I mean, we go there as an appetizer. So we're like, if we're getting dinner, we're using Sam's Club samples as our appetizers. Mm. So just kind of make a couple swings by the meatball stand. Be like, oh, what is this again? I've not had this, you know. (laughs) Or I'll just get Arlen to go. And with the kids, you can kind of take more, but then just don't give them the samples. You just eat them. Mm. Little pro tip for you. Whining as you're winding down the road. Let's face it, kids get bored in cars. So bring along games, toys, snacks to keep them occupied. Play their favorite music and sing along. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. You got to bring some toys, some mm-hmm. books. Uh, we, we've gone on several 16 hour drives with our kids when they were like two, that three. That's so impressive. Four. And it's just like we've got a few books, so just rotate them every now and then. Give them like this little bingo thing that they can look out. Like if they see a cow, mm-hmm. you know, they can check that off the card if they see a water tower mm. you know so you're not about the uh the dvd player in the back of the car yeah. well i mean we probably would if we had it but we're just not the we're not as cool as some people you know next door to us yeah um, <laughs> uh, not that they listen to this but i mean we probably would take advantage of that on, on long trips but yeah we don't we've never done it so we're just trying to get our kid maybe one day if we ever do they'll like freak out Oh, they'd be so pumped. But your head starts getting hurt and watching that little screen. It's not great. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was never in that. We never had that growing up, so I don't I don't I, know what it's what I didn't it's either. Like. It was when I was an adult. Yeah, I wonder. Rental car. I wonder if anybody had, was raised in a house um, where your van had a TV in it and you watched it. Let us know how you turned out. I'd love to hear that and <laughs> see how the science has affected yeah. you. Last one, headaches when they're hitting the sack. Children who are resistant at bedtime may benefit from an established routine. See, it's coming back to routine. Routine, this comes routine, up a lot man. In, in all the tips that we've we've helped a lot of dads with. We're routine. People. It's just a routine. Yeah, we we need it. Kids need it. You need it. Your wife needs it. Mm. Um, your house needs it, man. Just just have a routine. Do the same thing, so nothing's ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they still act surprised, and they're like, what? "Oh yeah, what? We have to go to bed." But honestly, if you have a routine, it's like. I mean, we've never had a huge battle for that. I mean, they get no. sad, but they're not like they don't fall. They don't melt down. Yeah. What yeah. does make your kids whine the most? Hmm. Right now, I just think it's kind of like, hey, we're moving on to something else. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you stop what you're doing, mm-hmm. and we're going to be moving. We're going to do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, no more playing right now. We need to do some schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Whiny. Hey. You know, I guess they don't whine when they're doing schoolwork and then they go play. Mm-hmm. But hey, we need you to come in and eat lunch. Whiny. You know, it's a very transitional. We have, we're very transitionally mm-hmm. whiny as a family. So be on the lookout. But I'll try those things. See how they... I'll come back and let you know how it went. Let's move on to number two. Number two. Ten tips to help your child with anger. 
Now, I brought this up because I was angry at my kids whining, So, but this is more about an angry child. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to just guess that a lot of these things you can just do to adults because I'm not sure how different you would treat an adult who's angry than a kid, you know, mm-hmm. I guess in a normal like situation. But let's see what it's like. Number one, start with yourself. If you're in the habit of sh- of shouting at your kids, know what you're modeling behavior that your child will certainly copy. It can be tough to stop yourself from yelling at your child, but if you give in to that temptation, you can't expect your child to learn to control himself. It's true. Your child learns from watching you how to handle disagreements and conflict. Mm-hmm. Your calm presence, even when he's mad, helps your child feel safe. Mm. Did your did your uh, were you in a yelling family? Um, my mom was usually pretty even keel, but I think I could push my dad's buttons, and he was a like he got to a point where he's like, the only way to get through to you is to raise my voice, and mm. uh, and unfortunately, I I think I I caught that. Cause like there's been, there's a lot of moments where it's like, if I'm not heard, I'm just going to yell. That's my way of like being heard more, but usually it's rooted in anger. So yeah. But overall, like I think my parents tried to be honest in moments where that happened and apologize. And and so I didn't have it too bad. Yeah. My family, we were just like, we only yelled at each other. (laughs) So it was really not healthy. Uh, you can imagine, um, that's super not great going into marriage. Um, and my wife was brought up in a household where like her dad like never yelled at her. Uh, maybe two times. So impressive. Like, and it wasn't, I wouldn't even consider what he was doing yelling. Yeah. I remember arguing with my wife early on and like, you don't even, you wouldn't survive in my house. This isn't, this isn't yelling. She's like, you're yelling. I'm like, this is, this is like, we're just getting started <laughs> where I'm at right now. Yelling is like, you don't even want to, you don't, I won't yell at you. What I think yelling is, it's like screaming. Yeah. But yeah, so super fun. Start with yourself. Number two, de-escalate. What takes heroic effort is staying calm when things get turbulent. Mm-hmm. But yelling at an angry child reinforces what she's already feeling, which is that she's in danger. Mm. You got to de-escalate. Shoot. So just stay calm. You know, they're just kids. Right? Yeah. And yelling usually doesn't really help them. Yeah. Yelling doesn't help much other than like... Maybe it quiets them for a couple more seconds. I guess what what is a public situation where you can yell and it's not like considered rude? I don't know. A sporting event? Yeah. <laughs> Even that. It's yeah. a little weird. Okay, number three. Remember that all feelings are allowed. Your child mm. needs to know that you understand how upset he is and why. So when he expresses anger, the best thing that you can do is listen and acknowledge. You obviously don't have to agree with his reasons mm-hmm. um, and recognize that he's angry yeah. and has a right to be. So don't tell your child to calm down or to act appropriate. I've seen you reinforce this with your kids when they get frustrated. It's like you try to you try to remind them like it's okay to be sad or mad. So... Yeah, I feel like I don't do well in the day-to-day things, but when they're actually like really mad or really angry or something, I feel like I can easily help them with mm-hmm. that. But when they're whiny, I'm, it's tough. Yeah, I feel like I would rather they be angry yeah. than whiny. Yeah, sometimes it's easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. 
Number four, give your child ways to manage his angry impulses in the moment. Here's mm. some ideas. Teach her to use her pause button by breathing in for four counts through her nose and then out for eight. I don't know about that. Yeah. I, I Put I on music know. and do an angry dance. That could be something in your house. I feel like <laughs> I could try it. Just choreograph an angry dance. Mm-hmm. Grab two squishy balls, hand hand them one, and demonstrate working out annoyance on the squishy ball. Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't agree with that one. To keep from hitting, kids can clap their arms around their bodies, so each hand ends up on the opposite shoulder, and yell something like "Mom" or "Stop." Hmm. I don't. I think that's healthy, but young children often find it helpful to stomp their feet. Don't worry. It's better than kicking their sister or the wall. (laughs) That's valid. And over time, they will start using words. Hmm. Well, let's hope they start using words. Yeah. I guess I don't see a lot of adults stomp their feet. Yeah. Not not usually. With a child who is a bit older, you can suggest that she draw or write on paper what she is angry about. Mm. And then fiercely rip it into tiny pieces. Yeah, I don't know. some of those. These are a little bit of a stretch. Some of those, I'm not sure about. I wouldn't consistently walk them through either any of those. I feel like Other you got to find the something music that's consistent. And the angry dance. <laughs> I could see that really be a de-escalating, like yeah, yeah. Sometimes we kind of like try to make them laugh if they're angry, um, and that's helpful for one of our child, one of our children. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's mad, we're just like. We'll either like whine to him, be like me, 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 and he'll like start laughing. That probably isn't <laughs> we'll super long. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I'm sure I probably only have like another year of that. Mm-hmm. Help your child be aware of her warning signs. Once kids are in the full flush of adrenaline and other fight or flight neurotransmitters, those are some long words. They think it's an emergency and they're fighting for their lives. At that point, managing the angry impulses is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. And all we can offer kids is a safe haven while the storm sweeps through them. Wow. It's tough. Good it's imagery. tough uh, bearing the storm and mm-hmm. waiting for it to sweep through them. So You got to get them to go to their room for a little bit. Yeah. Here's an example. Sweetie, you're getting upset. We can make this better. Let's all calm down and figure this out together. Well, that even rhymes. <laughs> uh, I know this is hard and you can handle this. I'm here to help. This sounds like stuff you'd say to an older child when they like have legitimate. I feel like you, the things you deal with yeah, the younger five and kids six right now. It's like there's nothing for you to like reason with them about. It's just mm-hmm. like they know. Yeah, they they don't need to process much other than saying out loud maybe they're yeah they're mad. I guess it's still good to you know. I could it's see just that. that their anger isn't as loud or prevalent than yeah ten year olds yeah. Shout out to the 10-year-old, you know, dads mm-hmm. out there. Not 10-year-old dads, but dads of 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Number six, set limits on aggression. Allowing feelings does not mean that we allow destructive actions. Yeah. Kids should never be allowed to hit others, including their parents. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. I've always told uh, my wife, I'm like, look, the kids get to hit you once. They'll have one good, if they ever want to hit her, they'll have one shot. And then I'm taking them down. So, uh, you can say something like, you can be as mad as you want, but I won't let you hit me. I will keep us all safe. You can tell me how mad you are without hurting me. Yeah. Don't let kids break things. It's mm. kind of self-explanatory. You don't want them to hit, hit anybody. 
I was I, one I of those mean, kids. You hit people? I didn't hit people, but I destroyed things. Like I remember like pushing my TV off of it in my room. Oh, and, wow. And uh, Did you break it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like, it was an old, what, what were older you TV. Uh, I mean, it was something petty. It was like I was being grounded for something, and that was my way of like coping. And mm. I was really sad because I was like, dang, I don't got a TV to play video games anymore in my room. And so, your parents were probably like, yeah. You don't? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were just like, eh, that's what you get. So, yeah, I don't know. I had random outbursts. I would try to bottle it up, but then I would just like blow up mm. with either emotions or destruction. Yeah, man, you got to start choreographing the angry dance, even for yourself. <laughs> just, I will. I need to pick the right song. Yeah. Well, Drake's got a new one out. <laughs> you can try that. It seems a little bit more of a light song than yours. Yeah. I was thinking let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, number seven, don't send a child away to calm down by yourself. Oh. Your goal when your child is angry or upset is to restore a sense of safety, which requires you your calm presence. Remember that kids need your love most when they deserve it least. Whoa. Mm. That's powerful that at the powerful. end, but is there, yeah, it's interesting because I think, there's sometimes moments where your presence can't do anything yeah. to change the circumstances. Mm-hmm. This is the whole thing of instead of a timeout, you give them a time in, let them try again, blah, blah, blah. I don't know about that. Yeah. Agree to disagree. To agree to disagree. Number eight, restore connection. Your child needs to know that you understand and are there to help. If you know what's going on, acknowledge it. Here's an example. You are so angry that your tower fell. That's, I don't, that's dumb. Hey, that does happen though to your kiddos. Oh, yeah, they'll be yeah, building yeah. something. Well, and, they're usually and one of them like will come in and destroy it, and they'll be devastated. Well, usually now it's the littlest one-year-old will come in and <laughs> and destroy their tower, and we're just like, guys, look, she's gonna destroy your towers. Like you just, she's the Godzilla you of your it. stuff. Yeah, I mean, let's. You can, of course, you can be sad about it. Yeah, that's sad, but like, she's a baby. So you guys did the same thing when you were. Yeah, her they age. did. They did. I remember. Get out of here. They would destroy stuff all the time. They still do. Um, give explicit permission. It's okay. Everyone needs to cry sometimes. I will stay right here while you show me your sads and mads. If you can touch him, do so to maintain the connection. Here's my hand on your back. You're safe. I'm here. If he yells at you to go away, say this. You want me to go away? I will step back a bit. I'll be right over here when you're ready for a hug. I won't leave you alone with these big feelings. Huh. That'd be tough to do in the moment. Yeah. These are kind of easy things to talk yeah. about, but tough in the moment. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be, that'd be hard to hear from my, from my kiddo. T-I-T-M, man, tough in the moment. Mm. Uh, number nine, do preventive maintenance to help your child work through the emotions that come up daily. Here's some practices. Respond to everything the child expresses with empathy and respect. That's tough. Uh, it says you won't be able to be empathetic 24-7. Just work on increasing your ratio. Spend a minimum of 15 minutes one-on-one with each child daily. Just connecting and enjoying the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Again, use routines. Accept all the emotions your child expresses and make it safe for him to cry when he needs to. Mm. Cry when you need to cry. Uh, give your child control of her choices when possible. This is the whole thing of like, if you want them to eat something, you know, they're not eating a pizza, but they mm-hmm. eat a hot dog. This is just two random things that my kids eat. Mm-hmm. If they're like, I don't want a hot dog, we can go, well, hey, you can have a hot dog or a pizza. 
You kind of, it's like they have the, it's like they think they have the freedom that they're choosing, mm-hmm. but you're only giving them a couple choices that you've decided. It's like a trick on kids. A little parenting pro tip there. You're in control. I don't want but water. They, you make them feel like they're in control. Interesting. I don't want water. I'm like, okay, well, you can have water with ice or water just with water ice. without ice. There's a little man. pro tip. Yeah. Just oh, made man. that one up. I haven't even tried it yet. I'll try it and come back to you. Let me know how it goes. Number 10, last one. Here we go. Help your child develop emotional intelligence. Kids who are comfortable with their feelings manage their anger constructively. That's true. Some kids, unfortunately, don't feel safe expressing their uncomfortable feelings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they have parents who discount or even ridicule their fears or disappointments. They try hard to repress their fears, jealousies, and anxieties, but repressed feelings have a way of popping out unmodulated. Hmm. These kids live in fear of their feelings. To fend off this reservoir of fear, grief, or other pain, these kids get angry, and they stay angry. When this happens, a child may benefit from professional help, mm. which I think means counseling, yeah. which is totally fine. If your kid needs counseling, mm. I feel like everybody needs counseling. To some degree, yes. If you haven't ever been to counseling, there's something wrong with you. I mean, just, yeah. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I feel like you need to go to counseling. Yeah. Nobody's better than counseling. No. I used to be pretty anti I was always like, I'm not, we don't need to go to counseling. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Then I went, I'm like, this is, why are we not doing this? Mm. We should be talking with someone, a third party, unbiased yeah. person. You need those uh, people. So that was good. Well, cool, man. Well, tell them where they can find us on social media. Go to our Instagram page at Two Average Dads Podcast and uh, give us a follow and feel free to message us if you want to shout out or give us some suggestions for some topics that you'd love to hear about, but we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, slide in our DMs or give us an email at twoaveragedads at gmail.com. Yeah. We're just piling up the Q&As. We're going to have a Q&A episode up here pretty soon. Yeah, we are. Just reach out to us. It's going to be great. Uh, we look forward to you guys. Uh, I don't know what the next topic is, but we'd love to hear from you guys on what, what topics you want to know more about mm-hmm. and questions. So remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Yeah. We'll see you guys here next week. Mm-hmm. See you.